Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? I am doing fine. You know, I was going to try something to where my intro was going to include some of the song titles. So I was going to be like, well, you know, I've been through the fire, but I got some daydreaming. You know, but... It's still in the lab. Um, it's yeah. not ready for production. So. <laughs> it's not ready in time for production. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, but I thought I would. I thought I'd take it out for you know a, an actual real world test drive, and I gotta say that that didn't go well. <laughs> well, you know that's something that may require a little more prep than yeah than kind of an off the cuff type thing. I guess so. I guess so. I think you might be able to do that on a future mix, but but maybe not tonight. Right. You know what? Was just maybe a, a... in the Go spirit ahead. of tonight's mix, maybe we could use that on a later podcast. You know, like use that idea like on another podcast because right, tonight what we're talking like a, about like a sample, right? <laughs> like a sample. That's right. Like we sample your audio, and like in a later podcast because what we're talking about is sampling. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna we got some great hip hop tracks. And and the samples behind them. Yeah, I um I had a lot of fun putting this one together. I gotta stop saying that about every mix. I really do. I need <laughs> I need someone something else to say. We need to wordsmith a new way to describe how excited you are about exactly. making these yeah. mixes. Yeah. Right. Either that or every maybe once I'll be like, this was a dreadful mix to put together. But um <laughs> this was not a dreadful mix to put together. It was it was really enjoyable. I think there's a, there's you know like many of our mixes. Sometimes it's really hard to put them together, um, and you know there might not be that many options. You've got to do a lot of digging. This is one where I feel like we could do a volume two, three, four. Like there there was a lot of really interesting stuff. So I think we got a good sample to start with of these uh, songs. You got to stop me here tonight, but uh, we could certainly <laughs> we could certainly revisit this, and I'm excited to. Yeah, completely agree. I think there's a bottomless well here of of content for this. And yeah, I don't know about you, you know, you talk about putting this mix together. I felt like there were two or three for me that came to mind like immediately. Like, okay, yeah, this this is it. And then the others, I was like kind of doing a little bit of research and okay, let me, let me remind myself of some of these songs, but you know, what we did with this mix was we're presenting the the hip hop or rap track first. And then second on the playlist is the song that it was based off of. So it's actually going to be a 24-song mix if you follow you know, the, uh, the playlist that we put out there on Spotify. So a little bit longer than normal, but I, I think it was really cool like listening to those back-to-back. Right, yeah, I really like these. I decided we can brand these as like a a mega mix. Like we can call these one of our mega mixes. That's that's how I hear it in my head, at least. <laughs> Whenever we do the, yeah. the one and two or and the twenty four track mix, yeah, good stuff. Agree. Yeah, it's a mega mix. So let's get into it. Okay, we start off 
Uh, this first one was was yours. Okay, you picked Daydreaming by Lupe Fiasco, getting a little help from Jill Scott. And they sampled Daydreaming Blue by I Monster. Yeah, so this is one of the ones that came to mind immediately. Like, whenever we said we were going to do this mix, I was like, I got to open up with this one because I love both of these songs. And actually, the first time I had heard, you know, that the sampled version was in Lupe Fiasco's uh, track. Um, and then I wanted to just, I wanted more of that sound that like really like interesting, what is apparently known as symphonic rock. I didn't know. I mean, there's so many subgenres, oh. but apparently it's labeled as symphonic rock. It comes from 1969. Um, but I, I love Lupe Fiasco. I especially love some of the stuff, you know, from, from this time period. Um, whenever I was first introduced to him, I think I was like college aged or after college. Um, and Again, like I heard this song and I just thought this is really kind of cool and psychedelic sounding and interesting. And of course, I, I loved him rapping on top of it, but then, you know, went and discovered the actual song and love it just as much. So this is one of those cases where like I'm happy listening to either one of these tracks. Um, and, and there's some where that's not the case. I, I prefer like either the, <laughs> you know, the new one, the new hip hop one or the sample itself, but not both. But this is one of those ones where I, I'm happy to say both songs are really awesome. That's a good call because that's something I, I kind of wrote in my notes along the way where it's like, ooh, this one originally is not great, like the one they sampled, but I love all the hip-hop so you know, songs that we picked on tonight's mix for sure. Um, yeah, this was one I, I wasn't familiar with with either one of these tracks, but yeah, immediately got that 1960s vibe from that um, Daydream in Blue and so uh, I thought that was really cool. And it sounds like they really just eliminated kind of that electronica part, like sort of in between uh, verses, maybe, uh, if you want to call them verses in the original. <laughs> and uh, right, just right. kind of, you know, put the wrapping on top of it. So th this was one where the two sound pretty close together. And, and it's interesting because as we go through this, that's not always the case. But um in this case, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I like the sound of both of them, but they they track very similarly. I agree. They do sound like basically one is on top of the other, right? Like Lupe yes. Fiasco's is just on top of Daydream, whereas that's not the case. Um, which brings us to, a, you know, your first pick, which was you've got Through the Wire by Kanye West, who sampled Through the Fire by Shaka Khan. So... So I heard the Kanye track first. I wasn't familiar with the Shaka Khan track. And this was one, I remember when this came out and the story behind, you know, Kanye was in this accident and he had his jaw wired shut from this accident, but still went and, and wrote this song and, uh, and rapped over this. So that's why vocally it's so different because he's rapping with his jaw wired shut. And uh, this immediately made me think of the motif we've had on the show before where people in these terrible situations somehow produce like something really good. And right. you and I always talk about how neither one of us ever do that with our lives. <laughs> right. I had the exact same thought. That was going to be my note here, too. And it, I need to go back into the Super Awesome Mix compendium and, and pull some of the other ones that we've mentioned and probably put to put together a mix, you know, like a running mix of that that we keep uh, track of. Because this certainly goes on top. I mean, I think yeah. rapping, <laughs> rapping with your jaw wired shut after like, I'm imagining kind of a horrific car accident. Um, yes. And not just being like, oh, why would I go into a studio right now and try to sing? You know, <laughs> like, 
How are they? <laughs> right. Instead, it's like, oh, hey, remember that Chaka Khan song that sounds nothing like a hip hop track? Yeah, I'm going to change the title because my jaw's wired shut, and I'm going to I'm going to produce a hit record. <laughs> right. Like, say you what know, you want also- about Kanye West. He's super talented. He 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 certainly is. Um, I do not question his talent. I question almost everything else about him, but I do, not, I, I do not question his talent. I also got to say, I feel like you know, of all the other ones that sampled songs, this one is is one of the most sampling of the name too, right? Like through the wire, through the fire. I feel yes. like I feel like there should be a sampling credit for the the title of the track. <laughs> That's a great point because it all starts with the title and then, yeah, exactly. And then this was one where, and this is kind of a common theme, where like you hear Through the Fire by Shaka Khan and it's just this slow jazz R&B track and then it just gets sped up for Through the Wire. And I love it on Through the Wire. I'll admit Through the Fire was kind of hard to listen to the entire thing. Yeah, no, I agree. It's these two sound very different because of how much he speeds it up. And I feel like this is like this became like a signature Kanye thing. A, he samples a lot, but B, I feel like he always like distorts as he samples, yeah, um, like really heavily and like uses that, which is super cool. Like I, the other one that comes to mind is Blood on the Leaves with um, I think Billie Holiday like sampling her track, but again, like having her voice be super distorted, and she's got this like unbelievable voice so it's also kind of like gutsy to take these amazing singers and just turn them in these like i don't know um what are they like a chipmunk sound almost and put them as as a sample track but uh, it, I guess yeah it, and it, it works. still works yeah right, as much as like shaka khan has this amazing voice and yet you know even kind of sped up like you're right that sort of chipmunky sound it still still kind of works on through the wire um, all right, so your next pairing, you went with Otis by Jay-Z and Kanye West making a second appearance. And, of course, they sample here Try a Little Tenderness by Otis Redding. Yeah, so this is the second and I think maybe the last one on the on the mix of my six where I was like, oh, this one has to go on there. Because um, love the album Watch the Throne. Absolutely love it. We've mentioned it before on this, uh, on this show. And this one obviously very clearly samples Try a Little Tenderness. But this is another example of like Kanye taking what is a gorgeous track, right? Like recorded in the 60s. Um, it's, the song was actually written in 1932, which is also kind of mind-blowing. It's like a really old song, but then recorded on Stax Records um, by Otis Redding in the you know 1966. And then it gets sampled, but it gets sampled in like a really interesting way because there's obviously parts of the song where you hear him, but then like most of the song is just this like weird chopped up like grunting mix from <laughs> from Otis Redding, and like I had never really noticed that until I started you know taking notes on this one. I was like, right, yeah, like it literally is just like a very bizarre kind of sampling for most of the track, mixed in with like some very clear you know lines of uh, you know from Try a Little Tenderness, but. This is one of the ones where I, I love the new track. I love, again, Watch the Throne. I love everything about that album. I think it was really well done. Uh, there's a lot of really amazing music on there. But then I also have to give props to Otis Redding because I just absolutely love his soulful voice. And I think the song is like just really beautiful. The lyrics are beautiful. So I, this is another one where I, I can listen to both and be very happy. Yeah, I completely agree. Trial of Tenderness is such an all-time classic. It's, a, it's an amazing song. 
And so even kind of the, I don't know, daring, if you will, of taking a song like that that's so well-known, because a lot of these songs, as we'll talk about, people have probably never heard of, right, that they're sampling. Here it's like, who doesn't know Try a Little Tenderness? And so to sample that and and do that, I mean, I guess you have to be, you know, Jay-Z and Kanye to pull that off. Right. And just have like a bankroll to do it, too. Um, Yeah, I would imagine (laughs) so. That's probably not a cheap one to sample. (laughs) All right, so your next track, track four here, is you've got Changes by Tupac and Talent, which samples The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby. Is real music dying? What even is real music, and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician, and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so growing up, like the way it is, was a monster hit um, by Bruce Hornsby and The Range. Let's not forget his backup group, The the Range. But um, yeah, Changes came out two years after Tupac died. Uh, so this was something he had recorded somewhere along the way. And then they, you know, he had so many tracks released after his death, which led to so many of the rumors that maybe he wasn't dead. <laughs> but right. Um, but yeah, this came out. I, I think it's really cool that, you know, you kind of take this. He was very actually pretty true to the original with the piano and then kind of inserted the bass line on top of it. Then, of course, he's rapping. But I also thought this one was cool just because the way it is really and changes are kind of both talking about the same thing. Right. Yeah. Like people who are kind of in these bad situations and in the first, you know, they, they kind of just invoke this this idea that, oh, I guess, I guess, you know, just throw up your hands. Well, I guess that's just the way it is, right? And, and they're both actually calling for change. So I thought that was really cool that, you know, both of these songs did the same thing, but in very, or sent the same message, but in two very different ways. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that that is what makes, like, the, this pairing really unique. Um, I, I call that, I mean, I, I wrote out the lyrics here because... This is another one of those cases, you know, we've got a couple running themes here through the show where I always kind of point out that, you know, it's an older track. Both of these are. Um, and I always like to joke that, like, we've, you know, we've solved all that. That's now in the past <laughs> because, you know, lyrics like this one coming from changes. We got to make a change. It's time for us as people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. Um and I just, you know, I, I love the sentiment. I think it's really powerful. I, I Sadly, it's it's not something we've solved. I think we just certainly could, you know, change a little bit and, and treat each other with more respect and more love and more caring and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really powerful. And to your point, in the old song, um, you know, like I thought this was so, I, I love this line here. Well, they passed a law in 64 to give those who ain't got a little more, but it only goes so far because the law don't change another's mind. And I think, again, like that is truly powerful and still sadly resonates today where, yeah, the loss is one thing, but like you got to change, you know, the hearts and minds of of people. So 
I, I really do like the pairing and I agree it's really unique that it wasn't just like sampled for the sake of sampling or for like a cool sound it was sampled in the way to where like both have this message that they're sending across it's really nice yeah it was almost like they wrote the same song two different ways to reach two groups of people right right because definitely yeah, exactly. two, like i don't think there's any overlap in the venn diagram of bruce hornsby and tupac fans right, well, <laughs> right. except maybe us maybe you and me are in that category <laughs> <laughs> it's a thin sliver but yeah <laughs> All right, your next track, you went with an all-timer, okay, No Diggity by Blackstreet and Dr. Dre. And then, you know, deep cut here, as far as the sample goes, they sample Grandma's Hands by Bill Withers. Right, okay, so this is now in a category of songs where I had really no idea that they sampled a song. And then I had no idea that they sampled a song from an artist that I've just become completely obsessed with, Bill Withers. Um, so I was like so excited to learn, you know, in my research that this one is like a well-known sampling and that it was a Bill Withers song. This one, you really do hear the beat and it's kind of crazy because this happens a couple of times, but it's like No Diggity is on top of such an iconic, like kind of rhythmic beat, you know, the entire time. And you think like this song would be nothing without that. And then you go and you listen to the grandma's hands. And you're like, oh my God, that was his beat. Like that came yeah. from him. You know, it's not Blackstreet and Dre and Queen Pen who makes an appearance on it, but it's like that was his song. Obviously, they added all these lyrics and, you know, it becomes like their song. But like, I feel like what makes D No Diggity so good is that boom, 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 boom. You know, I shouldn't hum, but you get it. Like that is like the iconic part of that track. And it's actually it belongs to Bill. So I thought that was so interesting to learn that. Yeah, Bill Withers has made multiple appearances on Super Awesome Mixes because he's incredible. Uh, but I had never heard this song. And it's it's funny. It's just really about his grandma. It's just like this tribute yes. to his grandmother. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> totally. You know, and No Diggity is a tribute to a number of other women, okay, who might be grandmothers someday. But <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Diggity, no doubt. Um, <laughs> right. Very different subject matters here. This is not Tupac and, <laughs> and that's and Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought that was wild. And I do love No Diggity. I was like, that brings you back to being a kid in the 90s. I think my sister also really listened to it all the time. So that's like a throwback track for me, for sure. And speaking of throwback tracks, this is another one that reminds me of my high school because a lot of people loved listening to this. You went with Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dogg, which sampled I Keep Forgetting, parentheses, Every Time You're Near by Michael McDonald. Great parenthetical song. Okay. Yep. Anybody listening to Yacht Rock on Sirius XM this summer? Okay, I think they've moved it up the, up on the dial to uh, Channel 14. Uh, you're definitely going to hear Michael McDonald, and you're probably definitely going to hear this song. Okay? Right. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing that that was used to as the background for like one of the bigger hits, I think, of the early 90s. Um, it's from the soundtrack to Above the Rim which if you've never seen it, has uh, some of the most ridiculous basketball scenes this side of American History X. Um, <laughs> it's, it's worth watching though. Uh, you got Tupac's in, in Above the Rim actually. So uh, one, of his, uh, one of his acting vehicles. But yeah, I mean, this is one where it's a pretty well-known original track, right? I don't know how popular it is. I think it just depends on the audience. 
Um, but yeah, it, it, they take that and like the beginning of the two songs are so similar. And then mm -hmm. of course they go in two very different directions, but I mean, yeah, good on, good on regulate to take this yacht rock, yacht rock song and turn it into one of the biggest rap songs of all time. <laughs> and again, love all the subgenres out there, of, especially of rock music. I feel like there's so many ones. Um, but yes. This is one, I, the other call out I have here is like, it's so 80s. Like Michael McDonald's track is so 80s. Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another one with synthesizers. It's just got the whole thing. It's like another 80s in a, in a song, like time, um, time Capsule. So your next pairing, you've got uh, Big Pimpin' by Jay-Z and UGK. And the sample is Kusara Kusara by... Hassam Ramzi Egyptian Ensemble. Yes. Uh, so Big Pimpin has made an appearance on the show before. and We've talked about its problematic lyrics many, many years later. <laughs> we also noted that it is still a party starter. Like if you've got millennials <laughs> or older, <laughs> like just play this song. People are going to go nuts. Another shout out to how at least the sound of it has aged well. Certainly maybe not the lyrics. But um <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea that it sampled this really old Egyptian track. I had no idea. And this is, again, another one where it, like, most importantly sampled it. It like, the track in my mind is because of the opening notes and, like, the backing, like, to his to his rapping. And it turns out it's, like, almost entirely this guy's um, orchestration, like, to, like his com composition. So it just blows my mind that, A, I had no idea, um, B, unfortunately, there were a lot of lawsuits from the family and the heirs of, of this writer, and they didn't go anywhere. They were all tossed out. Um, you know, I'm no lawyer. I'm not here to comment on that, but that seems weird because I feel like any other, like, lawsuit with sampling and stuff usually ends a different way, but I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but either way, yeah, it's just like that track wouldn't be Big Pimpin' if not for this one. And so it was really interesting to learn about this. I had no idea. I don't know if you were familiar with it or not. No, and I'm Egyptian, and when I listened to that track, it sounded like every cassette tape my dad ever played to be like, right. this is music where I'm from. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not into it, Dad, right? But then right. if Jay-Z's rapping over it, all of a sudden it's like my favorite song. Like, why is that? Like, how did that turn? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, you know, I grew up with Lebanese parents and so also had very similar music that was playing. And I also had that reaction growing up. Where I was like, oh, turn it off. This is terrible. What are yeah. you listening to? And never put the two together that this never was clearly did. an Arabic sound. <laughs> but you're exactly right. Like I hear the opening of Big Pippin and I'm like, up oh, all in. OK, let me turn up the radio. And then the next track started, like the original. It sounds exactly the same. And 30 seconds in, I'm like, boring. Like, moving <laughs> next track. Oh, gosh. I I don't know. I, I stuck with it. And then I just started to feel like I needed to, like, dance and belly dance. And I don't know. It just tapped into something really deep in, in my genetics, I think. <laughs> that was That was what happened with me. But... Either way, this was whew, this was shocking. I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, this next one might not be as shocking. Uh, this one I think I was familiar with that it was a sample, but you've got Hotline Bling by Drake, and it's sampled Why Can't We Live Together by Timmy Thomas. 
Yeah, this is more, I think, in the vein like that I'm used to with sampling, where it's like, you know, yeah, they probably sampled something because I think Drake does a lot of sampling. But then, mm -hmm. like, I had never heard of this original song, right? Or of Timmy Thomas, okay? That song's from 1972. It's an instrumental, a lot of organ usage, right? Um, yes. But, yeah, it, again, similar to the previous track, I, like, wasn't at all into the original. But then, obviously, right. like, Hotline Bling's a great song, you know? And one of Drake's, <laughs> like, biggest hits. So I'm like, God, what... What was missing from Timmy Thomas that somehow Drake found the uh, magic formula for to kind of turn that into a hit? <laughs> Obviously, you know, the much more important storyline about how someone doesn't call him anymore and make that hotline bling. I, I mean, so. that's, I mean, this guy, Timmy Thomas, was writing about the deaths of Vietnam and how sad it is that we can't all get along. Clearly, uh, throw that out. <laughs> what we need to hear. <laughs> it's about how... <laughs> Drake's dates aren't calling him anymore late at night when they need love. That is yeah. what we are signed up for, right? Timmy, you're, Timmy, you're bumming me out. Now, Drake, you're also bumming me out, but I don't know, in a more tolerable way, I guess. <laughs> Much more tolerable. That I can, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh. No, but you're right. Like, I, I didn't like Hotline Bling when it first came out, but then it was mm -hmm. one of those songs. This happens a lot with Drake songs. I hear it, and I'm like, yeah, that's okay. And then I like hear the second and a third and I'm like, okay. And then by like the 10th time, I'm just completely into it. I'm like, this is the best song ever. Oh my God. Like I'm going to have it on repeat. <laughs> and uh, this is certainly one of those. Like I had that experience with this song and there's many others, but um, I, when I played it, you know, for this recording, I like just didn't want to touch anything. I was like, I've got to listen to this whole thing. It's so good. Um, so yeah. He's got Tom, like so a good, sorry. and maybe this is, I mean, this is just a quality, I think, of pop music we've talked about before, but it's just got an earworm quality to it, right? Like, you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. At first, it's like, ah, you know, I don't know how much I like this, but then, like, you hear it a couple more times, and obviously, Drake songs get a ton of airplay that, yeah, right. just over time, it's like, oh, put that back on. Okay, hold on. I want to listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next pairing, you've got the next episode by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, and they sample The Edge by David McCollum. All right, I'm going to sound like a broken record here on this recording, but this is another one where I had no idea it was a sample. And the sample is, again, the iconic part of this song. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is crazy to me. I hit play on the sample of The Edge. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the song. Like, that's the next episode. Like, I kept waiting for, for Snoop to come in on the track and sing on top of it. Um, and I just think that's so wild. I mean, then it starts, it does, it does change, obviously, um, the, the edge. It, it almost sounds like it could be the theme song to, like, a 1980s or 70s procedural cop show. Like, I feel like it, it does, like, find a way to get into that kind of a mood, which obviously the Dre version and Snoop Dogg version does not do. Um, but I just couldn't believe it. I was like, these, oh my God, like, I felt like I was like cheated on or something. <laughs> this, this sound that I'm so obsessed with actually comes from, from, from an orchestra. Completely agree. I felt the same way. I had no idea it was a sample and you're right. It's like, that's the thing that always stands out to me about this song. I mean, they opened the Super Bowl halftime show right. with just that beat and they're just standing out there. And I think I said, when we were talking about the halftime show in another episode, 
they could have just stood out there playing that beat over and over and just standing right. there and that could have been the show right like and that's how iconic like, it is talked yeah. about for eight forever yeah people <laughs> yes. would have loved that show <laughs> but i also gotta say i had the exact same note that you just pointed out on the edge i i restricted it to the 70s but i was like i can absolutely see this on a 70s tv show you know right. like this is the soundtrack <laughs> where <laughs> there's there's some high speed chase through the streets of San Francisco, right? Yes, and that exactly. song is playing, and it's like, yeah, no, I can absolutely see that. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, track ten, home stretch here. You've got "Pop Goes the Weasel" by Third Base, and it's sampled "Sledgehammer" by Peter Gabriel. So first, I wonder if Peter Gabriel had any idea who Third Base was when they reached out to see if they could s- sample this song, right? Right. I wonder that first. Um, I love the song Sledgehammer, and that was actually a really big hit for Peter Gabriel. So this is kind of the the reverse, because it's like you're really taking a chance here with your third bass to sample this. But I think third bass kind of had a moment. Like, they had a couple really big songs um, in, like, late 80s, early 90s rap. And um, in this one, they're criticizing guys like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice because their rap songs went pop. Okay, so they say right. pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop, right? Like, so they thought it was not it was not cool back then if your rap song became a pop song, <laughs> which is right. kind of ironic to think about now, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've always loved that song. I like a lot of third bass songs. I think they did some really cool work and uh, love Sledgehammer as well. So kind of cool here that you get two, two kind of well-known tracks sort of pairing up. Yeah, I so I was not familiar with um, with Pop Goes the Weasel or Third Base. You know, I'm familiar with Peter Gabriel, uh, not necessarily the Sledgehammer track. So all of this was like pretty new for me. So my takeaway was like 90s hip hop has like such a distinct style and like sound to it. And it's really good. And one of the things that I really appreciate about it, and you you brought in some hip hop, you know, from the 90s um, through the course of the show. And I just I love how like clever and funny the lyrics were. And I also really like that you could like really follow along the lyrics. I feel like it was like a lot easier to do that. Um, but like, I, you know, to your point of this calling out like Vanilla Ice, I love this. <laughs> I literally am going to laugh reading it, but it's like you stole somebody's record, then you looped it, you looped it. You boosted the record, then you looped it, you looped it. I came from Cali and they hooped it, they hooped it. But now you're getting sued kind of stupid. <laughs> and I just think <laughs> he's he's talking about under pressure, you know, it's like Sam yeah. David Bowie's song. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it's so uh i think that's so funny that like they literally am call- ed- like actively calling this guy out and being like you're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> well and what's funny in the music video they beat up like a fake vanilla ice and that vanilla <laughs> ice in the music video is played by henry rollins which nice. is also hilarious because henry rollins would win any fight he's in <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i'm that's certain awesome. of that i'm certain of that <laughs> All right. So uh, your next pairing, your last pairing, you go with So Fresh, So Clean by Outkast. And they sampled Before the Night is Over by Joe Simon. Yes. Um, So I love Outkast. I loved this album. Um, Stanconia, I believe is how you would pronounce that. But this was um, a college album for me. I definitely listened to it a lot. I had it in my car. And, you know, Hey Ya was like blowing up, of course, like everyone loved Hey Ya by Outkast, but I did like a deeper dive on them because I really liked their sound and I, I liked their rapping a lot. So 
Um, this was one of the ones that sort of came to mind, or at least whenever I was doing research, I was like, oh, right, yeah, I know this. But what was so funny about this one is, like, so you can definitely hear the sampling. Like, you hear, you know, the connection between the two. Um, they follow the exact same kind of tune and everything. But the lyrics to Before the Night is Over really were, like, troubling to me <laughs> because it just sounds like... I don't know. It's like a guy who's really trying to win back, I'm guessing, his girlfriend or former partner and being just like really aggressive and assertive about it. Like he keeps just being like, take my hand. Don't be afraid. Like you're going to be in love with me before the night is over. And I was like, I am very uncomfortable listening to this. (laughs) But then he does. (laughs) It's like age of consent. Hello. But then thankfully he does walk it back like a little bit he gets some points here where he says but if you think i'm wrong and i'm coming on too strong just let me know and i'll totally leave you alone and i'm like okay i hope that's true because everything you've said prior to this is not giving me a confidence (laughs) that you're not just really overstepping your boundaries anyway that was my take on on this sampling track (laughs) of this one he also joe simon has like such a deep voice like this yeah, I mean, he's just got a really interesting singing voice as well. I thought that really stood out to me. So it's like, at first, it's like the beat you can clearly recognize, so fresh, so clean. And yeah. then he starts singing, and I'm like, oh, like that really threw me off when he starts singing. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm kind of with it. The content's a little questionable as well, you know? Yeah, it makes me deeply uncomfortable. Um... <laughs> but Outcast is great. Let's just focus on that. Outcast right? is great. Yeah, great sampling, really great track. It's an earworm. I have been singing so fresh and so clean, clean, like all day long. Yeah, um, you can't, you as can't I resist for this. that. Totally agree. No, you definitely can't. Uh, all right, your last pick here is uh, you've got Home by Bone Thugs and Harmony, and that's sampling Take Me Home by Phil Collins. Yeah, um, so a good friend of mine passed away earlier this year, and he introduced me to this song. And this song came out like early 2000s, where, you know, not everyone had a smartphone where you could just like send a song to someone like, oh, you got to listen to this or whatever. So I remember like, he's like, dude, you got to hear this track when I get back into town. So he had like burned a CD of it or something, and we listened to this, and I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Just because (laughs) it's Phil Collins and it's Bone Thugs, like two things you wouldn't think would ever go together. Um, So I love this song. I really love Bone Thugs and Harmony. I like. I think they're awesome. I I can't, for the life of me, try to sing along to their songs, but but I really try to. Um, And what was cool about this is apparently Phil Collins was like all in as far as like you know them using the song, and then they also wanted to film a video with him. And he's like, well, you got to come out to Switzerland, where he was living at the time. <laughs> and so Both Thugs and Harmony flies out to Switzerland. And you can look this up. It's on YouTube. But yeah, there's a music video with Both Thugs and Harmony. And then there's Phil Collins right next to them singing the, uh, singing the chorus. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, apparently they, they named him an honorary member and they deemed him uh, Chrome Bone, which I guess <laughs> is... I guess that's an honor. I'm not sure, but that's pretty cool. Well, he's bald. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I right. guess that works. Yeah. Sure. That, that's probably it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I love these kind of really like interesting pairings that you never would like think that would go together, um, that it actually totally works out. This is a great track. Like I, I loved both of these. Um, this is one of those ones where it's like I could listen to either one and it's great. I also really loved learning the fact that on the Phil Collins track, um, the chorus 
has Sting and Peter Gabriel as part of the, like the backup group singing the chorus. And I'm like, what a backup group. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. like these are two, like, two prolific artists and they're just happen to be the backup singers on a, on a Phil Collins track. And it's like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine him talking to like the studio guys and being like, yeah, no, I, I want to fill this out vocally. And it's like, Hey, we got two of the best, uh, best backup singers in the business you know they're just next door ready ready and waiting ah, and you know what let me make a couple calls you know and then sting and peter gabriel show up and like those you know lifetime backup singers are like yeah okay yeah just use them sure thanks a lot phil you know it's, yeah it's the wrong day to come to the office that day for them yeah like... just like yeah you know like i skipped my kids play to come in phil okay <laughs> Could have been there for my kid, but all right. I guess I'll just sit here and watch Sting and Peter Gabriel soak up all the uh, attention. Yeah. Yeah, we're so sorry. Thank you for your hard work. Backup singers. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Another super awesome mix, your collection, as Samra dubbed it, a mega mix, okay? Because you've got 24 songs here to go through. And uh, yeah, like you said earlier, I mean, this is easily something we could do um, multiple times. So we may have to revisit this to come up with more. I, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Like you said, at the top of the show, just discovering these old songs and discover, I mean, how many times did we say had no idea this was sampled, right? Right, right. So a good one. Um, we'll get to work on uh, our next mix. Um, and so for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCo.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCo.com.